You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you on the Big Talker 1700. And we've got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, coming up at 420, Nick Nelson, Twins Daily. Uh, we'll talk to Nick about... The Twins, they're in, they're, at least they're in a warm climate. They're in Puerto Rico getting ready to play a game there, but because they certainly cannot play uh, in Minneapolis. We'll get the info from him. Seth Gruen coming up at 440 from Bleacher Report, also Big Ten Unfiltered, and Wolfgang joins the program at about 515. Trent, did you have a great weekend, pal? I did, Jimmy B. Got a, a little sports in there, had to... Yeah. Well, I had to tackle the basement. It was a weekend that I had been dreading for a long time. <laughs> On the honeydew list, I had uh, picked up a brand new, one of those huge-ass uh, filing cabinets, you know, with the actual drawers, oh, yeah. the big long drawers for my wife and all the papers and things that she has as a teacher throughout the years. Picked that up, had to haul it down to the basement, let her do all the work, actually putting all the stuff in there, but had to clean <laughs> out the uh, the back, so... It was uh, a, a long day on Saturday, but was able to watch a little NBA, watch the Cubs come back. At least had one eye on it as I was doing some work down in the basement. But good weekend of the NBA playoffs, Jimmy B. You got to be pumped up. These things are often flying. Oh. A lot of fun storylines. Man, you're not kidding. Look, I I watched uh, some and uh, uh, some games. I watched only a little bit of, and then others I got a chance to see most of. And I'm telling you, this is high-quality stuff. Look, I was locked and loaded for the T-Wolves in Houston. Mm -hmm. And, Trent, they hung around. I mean, Cat and Jimmy Butler kept in the game, and they kept they, they refused to go away. They could have folded in the second half in the third quarter easily, and they didn't. And, you know, Houston pulled away in the last couple of minutes to win. But still, I'm, I'm impressed with what I'm seeing right now out of Minnesota. And, and another team that really caught my eye as well, OKC. The Thunder playing against a very good Utah team. And people say, what? Utah? Look, nobody really pays any attention to them because they play in Utah, in Salt Lake. That's why. But they're a talented team. And it seems to me, Trent, that Oklahoma City is one of those teams. When push comes to shove and they know they have to play at a top level, their three stars can do that. In Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook. And then you put Steven Adams in that mix and a couple of guys off the bench. I mean, it's this this team... I think if, if they win and Houston wins, I believe that would be the, the next matchup, and that could really be a quality, quality series between those two teams. Yeah, entertaining one. Uh, the T-Wolves last night, Jimmy B, they had a shot. They had a shot to put yeah. that thing into overtime. Yep. And Jimmy Butler takes a two. Now, Jim, I, I I am, I'm no mathematician here, but when you're <laughs> down three in the closing seconds... <laughs> A two-pointer does no good, correct? Am I wrong here? Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're no, okay. you're right on, man. Yeah, you use the abacus. Yeah, you're right. good. Yeah, I got it. Okay. I just wanted to make yeah. sure I wasn't missing anything or, or the NBA when I wasn't <laughs> watching during the regular season changed some rules or something. Yeah, <laughs> if you hit a buzzer beater, you get an extra free throw. I don't know. What, what in God's name was Jimmy Butler doing last night? 
Well, first off, they they did a good job defending him. They did, and they and they ran him to the wing, and so he got trapped into a spot. That's really good defense, and I think he lost track, Trent, of where he was on the court in relationship to the three-point line, and he knew time was running down, so he just threw up an awkward off-balance shot because the defense was good, and it missed terribly, and then, boom, the game is over. But you're absolutely right. To me, they had a timeout. They they should have run a much better play and at least set a high pick someplace trying to give Butler a decent look at that jump shot, and it just didn't happen. On the other side, Chris Paul, his turnover, it, that, that whole game, the, the last two minutes yeah. were as, yeah, as hot as yeah, as hot as you're going to find. You had the, the free throw and the, the missed free throw, and then oh, will just run out because nobody's going to play. It's just so much oddity to that game. But as a, looking at it from a T-Wolves perspective, Jimmy B, that was a game you had to get. In a night where Houston goes 10 of 37 from three-point range, you have an opportunity late in that game. If you're going to pull an upset, if you're going to win a series, not just win a couple of games, actually win the series, the Timberwolves had to get that one last night. I I felt so. I felt a lot of times just like what Indiana did when they walked in and beat up Cleveland on their home court in game one. Generally, game one is the game that you have a pretty good chance to try to steal, as they say. Mm -hmm. You want to steal one on the road because the series is just beginning the home team, the higher-ranked team, is supposed to win, and 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 you might be able to catch them off guard a little bit, which is what was happening uh, in Cleveland, where they just shot miserably from the outside. It was, I mean, it was one brick after the next in that game. So, I, I I'm with you on that. I don't think Houston will get caught napping again. Even Mike D'Antoni afterwards, the head coach of the Rockets, indicated, "Hey, look." We didn't play well at all down the stretch. We got to change a couple of things here and and get our heads uh, corrected. And and people have to understand that we are playing against a quality team. So I, I think you're right though with that. Where generally game one is when you have a better chance to try to get one because the good teams once they get it going they keep it going. And you have to try to steal one early. It's like uh, playing in the uh, in on pro tennis. You know, generally, you catch a top-seeded player, you got a better chance to beat them in the first or second round than you do in the quarterfinals, semifinals, or the finals because they just get better and more locked in. So it's the same It's the same sort of adage even in the NBA playoffs. How many of those top-seeded guys did uh, you upset back in the day? Uh, zero. <laughs> Absolutely zero. <laughs> but if you were going to pull the upset, that's what it was going to happen. That's that's the one that I would take, yes. <laughs> yes. Why do you think I had to finally go to work for a living? I could only, I could only live out of my car for so long. Well, there, and you don't see a whole lot of five foot two professional tennis players either. <laughs> Come on, give me a break now. We stood back-to-back here, pal. Yeah, I tower over you. Tower over you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy B. So we got uh, NBA playoffs going on. It's, it's that time of year. Spring football concludes up at Iowa State. And, Jim, uh, I mean, it's disappointing that you don't yeah. get to see them. You know, the, the, the fans don't get a chance to look at them. But I think we were able to, to pull out a whole lot from this spring from Iowa State in a year where they're going to have as big of expectations they've had 
in a long time. This is a team that I think the expectations within the fan base were going to win at least seven, eight games. I, I think that's the baseline for Iowa State football. And certainly in your years in the market, Jimmy B., there's never been a year where the expectations have been that high. Oh, no, no, not that I can remember, Trent. No, not at all. Look, they've got, and I've, and I've seen some, some people who cover the Big 12 and with some of the major losses at Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, uh, at Texas. I mean, a lot of people have Iowa State penciled in in that three to four spot. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've seen that. And it's not just from, say, one cyclone guy. No, these are from national guys who cover the Big 12 for a living. They have Iowa State in that top tier. So they've got it going on up there. Look, they got the quarterback back, top running back. The key, once again, will be A, offensive line, how well you can protect the QB, and B, can you open holes for David Montgomery to run through. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of the ball, defense, look, I – I think they've got a pretty good defensive line. It'll be interesting to see how the linebackers shake out there, Trent, and that defensive secondary because they lost two two really good players to graduation. You got two great cornerbacks coming back, though, starting with Brian Peavy. The, yeah. the safety position is one, especially because of the way they play. You know, they have that star position. So basically they play three uh, safeties a lot of the time, and because of that, you got you got to figure out kind of what you're doing back there. That remains a question mark, but, you know, just overall, the offensive line, they, they're excited. Not only do they have guys along the front, the five guys that are going to be out there, but they feel like they have depth for the first time. And we saw mm-hmm. the ascension that they've been able to take. Year number one, year two, just how good that offensive line has become. And, and now, with more experience, with more depth, you expect that position group to take a step forward. You mentioned David Montgomery. Kyle kept it, and I brought this up a little bit earlier, Jimmy B. It just, okay. just a theory that came up to my eye. I, I ran a by Ken. I want to run it past you as well. So Kyle Kemp gets his sixth year of eligibility. He's mm-hmm. a back. Kyle Kemp had a very good season last year and opened up with that first start of his career against Oklahoma in one of the uh, – that'll be a game we'll look back upon. A guy making his first career start and doing what he did – how did that happen? I, and I mean, that's going to be something that certainly I think we're going to be talking about looking back at how that happened. Kept a season ago, his numbers. He finished 15 touchdowns against three interceptions, had five different games where he went over 200 yards. He was really good. He was really yeah. good. But it feels like, at least to me, that Kyle Kemp, he is what he is. He's a guy that will get your offense. He'll run. Well, Zeb Nolan, I think there's a lot more upside where – I don't think Kyle Kemp's going to be a star. I don't see Kyle Kemp going out and throwing for 35 touchdowns this year. Zeb Nolan, though, I think the upside is there. Or Riel Mitchell or Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. Whoever it is, there just is more upside on these other guys. And, of course, they wanted Kyle back for his sixth season. No doubt. I'm not painting it in a broad stroke that they didn't want him back. But if this could lead to maybe a, a tricky spot, if suddenly Iowa State gets out of the gate really slow or... You see them, you know, they're looking. They got South Dakota State, Iowa, Oklahoma, their first three, and they're sitting at one and two. Oh, boy, do we pull the plug? Do we go with Nolan, the young guy here? I, it just it could lead to something a little bit tricky down the line. You get what I'm saying? No, I understand. I understand perfectly. Yeah, look, uh, it got tricky uh, when we saw the Jacob Park situation and Kemp coming in. It was tricky there until uh, Park decided that I'm done. So from 
from that standpoint, Kemp is your guy, but you know that you're in good hands if something like what you just suggested or an injury with Nolan to be able to step right in. Mm-hmm. It's like going to the it's like going to the bullpen. You know your closer's gonna come in and shut the door. You know Dennis Eckersley is there. And from that standpoint, you feel real comfortable, uh, I, I would say, if, if you're Matt Campbell and that coaching staff. And if indeed struggles do indeed take place, you know that you can go to that guy and, and see if he can produce. And if he does, well, then you just reverse roles. That's all, that's all that you do. And then Kemp becomes the guy waiting for his chance again. Happens all the time in college football, Trent. We've seen it over and over and over again. It is. Hey, uh, speaking of, of Iowa State and the Big 12, did you see the news last night? Max Duggan, the four-star uh, quarterback from yes. over in Council Bluffs, commits to TCU. That I mean, you talk about a shocker. And the programs that were after him, the offers that he had from Notre Dame to Penn State, Georgia, on and on and on, and end up at TCU. That, that was a shocker to me, Jim. What does that tell you about Gary Patterson, okay? I mean, you and I on this show have talked uh, at nauseum about how good Gary Patterson is as a coach and how TCU has been able to win in Texas against every big-name school. They've won bowl games. They've beat Big Ten teams. It's Gary Patterson. And I think he offers up an attractive offense that Mm -hmm. Max probably said, Man, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I can see myself doing some really good things here. Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, it, it works very well with what he is. And you know, Minnesota appeared to be up there. You had Nebraska there, who was the closest program to him. Iowa State was involved, but TCU. It's a high-powered offense. And one of the things reading his quotes afterwards, after he made his commitment last night, was just frankly TCU and the size of school that it was. You know, it, it's. It's not this behemoth university. It's not right. Ohio State with an undergrad of 50,000-plus. It's a smaller school, and he felt more comfortable there. TCU, the academics, everything that they can sell. And I loved Gary Patterson last night tweeted out, actually recruiting is really hot right after the commitment of Max Duncan. Of course, he, he can't comment on him until he officially signs on the dotted signs. line. That'll be happening in December. But Patterson with a, a little quote coming out with Max Duggan. And, well, the top quarterback in the state of Iowa, since you have to go back to Kyle Orton, the last time there was a guy this highly recruited, and Duggan's even more highly recruited than Kyle Orton was at that time. But he's leaving the state and uh, disappointing, I'm sure, for many Cyclone and Hawkeye fans out there. I'm, I'm sure of that. But you know what? I, I don't have an issue. Look, you know me. I don't have a tie to either school. So I want the kid to make, it, make up his mind. Trent, I went away to school. You went away to school, so uh, you you know some guys just don't want to be around in the you know in the home area. They mm-hmm. want to they want to get away and and try things. So uh, look, I I applaud the kid for uh, you know making his own decision. I mean, he talked to everybody, right? I mean, you mentioned yep. Notre Dame, Iowa. I mean, he talked to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like uh, TCU was just like all of a sudden dialed in and he didn't talk to anybody else. No, he, he talked to a lot of a lot of teams. He really did. So that big news here locally, Max Duggan, he is on his way, still got another season, and uh, hope to actually catch him, Jimmy B. I was working on our high school baseball schedule. Yes, high school baseball, even with all the snow on the ground, 
coming up here in just <laughs> over a month. And uh, I was working on the schedule today. Actually, uh, Lewis, Lewis Central is going to be making their way over to Valley this season, and he's a really oh, okay. good baseball player. So put that one on the schedule. Hopefully Max Duggan will be around, and I'll be able to see him out on the baseball field this season. That'll be fun. It's always good when you get a, a top athlete. Look, we we really enjoyed, uh, what, covering Rocky Lombardi mm-hmm. and, 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 and what he did. Uh, look, Connor McCaffrey. With playing yeah. uh, baseball and I mean, no, I, I, a lot of top athletes are in high school anyway. Are just not one sport guys. Mm-hmm. You know, heck, sometimes they play three sports. And uh, the Johnston team, who won the title a year ago, they are loaded again this year. Jimmy B. I wow. believe they have three wow. guys that are already committed to play at Iowa, including uh, their third baseman, who's also a really nice basketball player. He mentioned that crossover. Uh, Going to be a fun baseball season, certainly, and. We'll give you the play-by-play of Max Duggan coming up when he makes his way to Central Iowa. That will come later, a little over a month away from high school baseball season. Coming up next, we're talking baseball of the major league variety. Nick Nelson from Twins Daily is going to stop by. We'll talk some Twins with him. We'll talk a little Wild. We'll talk some T-Wolves, maybe even a little Vikings. We'll see what all comes up. Nick Nelson, he joins us coming up on the other side here. It's Jimmy B and TC. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to Geico. I feel like a whole new person. Disclaimer, you will not become a whole new person. This is impossible. You might be able to join a gym or diet program, buy a new wardrobe, get hair implants, but your DNA and physical form will remain the same. Geico waives any and all liability if you attempt to become a new person, except a cyborg. If you choose to become a half-human, half-cybernetic organism with lasers for eyes, the Geico legal team would be cool with that because, quote, laser eyes are pretty sweet. Pew, 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 end quote. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. In 2017, the ARL impacted thousands of lives, not just pets, but people too. 6,940 pets found new homes. 
199 animals were rescued from abuse and neglect situations. 4,227 owned pets received direct assistance through community outreach programs, and 5,456 ARL animals were spayed and neutered. None of this would be possible without your support, and we look forward to helping even more people and pets in 2018. To view the full 2017 impact report, visit arl-iowa.org slash impact report. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Jimmy B and TC take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Coming out of the break with a little bumper music from somebody near and dear to our next guest, Hart. Nick Nelson from Twins (laughs) Daily. uh, Well, he considers himself, Jimmy B, a nerdy white dude, much like Joe Maurer but also likes the rap scene. Can, if I lay down a beat, Nick, can you can you hook us up with a little something? Oh, I don't know about on a Monday afternoon. Maybe <laughs> you catch me later in the week and maybe I'll be more ready. That, that's more of a weekend kind of thing, huh? Well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what a start right there at the top with Joe Maurer. Last week he gets his 2,000th hit, and, you know, it's funny. You talk to people that aren't involved like you are with the Twins and plenty of detractors of Joe Maurer, but, but putting his career into context, and you wrote... A great article, 2,000 words, talking about Joe Maurer. Uh, take us through just your thoughts on Maurer in general and, and his place in Twins history. Yeah, you know, it's, it's been a really interesting career, obviously. I think he was on a Hall of Fame track as a catcher, and uh, under, you know, having that concussion and, and going through the transition to a first baseman and uh, really being a sub-mediocre player there for a few years sort of sort of put all that into doubt. And it was reasonable to wonder if we were ever going to see that 
that transcendent hitter again. You know, the guy who would hit well above 300 every year and and be a huge problem for opposing pitchers. So um, we really saw him return to that last year. I thought he got better and better over the course of the year, and and now. You know, we're seeing it again again here this season, and, and it's really nice to see that him hitting that 2,000 hits is not just sort of a uh, empty accomplishment where he's just doing it while kind of trudging through another terrible year, but he's really back on his game and, and leading the uh, major leagues in batting average right now. Look, this, is, uh, this has been fun so far at the beginning of the season if you are a Twins fan. The team uh, is playing reasonably well, and now all of a sudden they can't play at all. Uh, how bad has it been in Minneapolis, St. Paul, weather-wise, and do you think that that will have a, an effect on the team because they're going to have to play some doubleheaders and days that were scheduled to be off, they're going to have to play on those days, Nick? Yeah, you know, I think it's really unfortunate timing. To your point, they've been playing really well. I think they hit the ground running uh, coming out of spring training. They've pretty much... Uh, they got blown out in one game, but for the you know for the most part they've been in every game playing very competitively. Had a great series against the Astros last week that I thought was really impressive. So, uh, yeah, you know being forced to kind of sit out and 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 miss all this time, it's not very often you see a team taking four straight days off in the middle of the season uh, as they've had to here over the uh, the past four days. Um, you know that that can that can definitely derail derail your momentum a little bit. So so we'll see how it goes. Um, and then obviously the the rescheduling headaches that they're going to be dealing with with doubleheaders and losing some of their off days that were scheduled later in the summer. Uh, you know, I, I think teams would definitely prefer to have those off days later on when they're wearing down. So it's going to present some challenges, but it's something that uh, the teams all around the league are dealing with right now. Yeah, and uh, another conversation that's come out of this is the uh, looking back at the decision when making Target Field to put a retractable roof on it. I know there's people on both sides of the debate there. Where do you fall? I love I love Target Field. I think it's one of the best in baseball. A roof, though, certainly would alleviate uh, three consecutive days of snowouts. Yeah, well, I mean, I just saw that uh, Rogers Center up in uh, Toronto, which has a roof, is looking like it's going to have to cancel a game because the ice <laughs> is falling through their roof. So there's no yes. guarantees. But, um, you know, I, I personally believe that, that the stadium is, Amazing, largely because it is so open and doesn't have, um, you know, the ex- the accessories and additions that would be necessary to support a roof. Um, you know, I think that we've seen the Twins go to Camden Yards in Baltimore, play at Target Field, and uh, and play in some stadiums already that are that are gorgeous stadiums that don't have roofs. And, and so, you know, I mean, uh, it's to me postponements and rainouts are part of the game of baseball. I think it's been part of the game for everyone since they grew up playing. And I, you know, I understand the the travel issues that people have if they're coming to see a game and stuff, but it's just something you got to account for and expect to an extent. And uh, I like to think that this is the worst we're going to see it uh, for a long time here. You know, it's interesting, Nick, uh, what the Twins have done, surprising everybody last year by getting in as a wild card. Uh, when the season began, and of course we're only 10, 12, 15 games in, did you have them penciled in as a wild card again this season or something else? Uh, sorry, you were just uh, a little, little fuzzy over there. Uh, did you have them penciled in as a uh, wild card team uh, for this year as well? Yeah, you know, I think they're definitely in that mix. Um, you know, they're going to have a hard time coming out on top of the Indians, which obviously is one of the one of the teams that the, that's the class of the league. Although their offense has been scuffling a little bit, I think you know you can make an argument that especially if Jose Barrios is is legitimately the number one pitcher that he's been so far, then the Twins are very much in the conversation to be. A division favorite here. I don't think that uh, that you can really give it to the Indians. They've got a great team, obviously, but uh, but the Twins are showing a lot. And, uh, 
it, it is going to be a tough mix, I think, for those those wild card spots. You know, the Angels look look really good, and obviously he's very good over there. And then you got New York and Boston in the East, so um, it's going to be a tough path to the postseason. But I think you know you might be able to make the argument that the Twins are going to have an easier shot going to the uh, division crown if they want to get it. Yeah, and that's the other thing this year is the Indians have really struggled out of the gate, at least in terms of hitting. Now the record. Eight and six is uh, in good shape there, but the offense you got to figure is gonna gonna start to ramp up here a little bit. But you look across right now from Lindor to Kipnis, Ramirez, and Carnacion, on and on and on. They're all off to a very slow start. It's just a two-game set. It is down in Puerto Rico. We'll get to that in a moment. But you think this is an important one to just try to maybe send a little bit of a mes- message Cleveland's way? Hey, we're we're here and we're here to fight all season long. Yeah, I think every time these teams meet up, it's going to be uh, very intense, uh, very high stakes. You know, I mean, to your point, there's a lot of games between these teams, and and this is just the beginning. But uh, a good chance to make a statement early. I thought that the Twins did a great job against Houston. Their pitching staff, uh, for the most part, I think, held down a very potent offense very well there. And uh, you know, the the big test is going to be if the Twins can do anything offensively against uh, a couple of uh, Cleveland's better pitchers. I believe they're going to be seeing Kluber and Carrasco in this mm-hmm. series, so it's going to be a great test. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing Puerto Rico. How's that going to work out? Uh, looks like uh, they're going to be. It's going to be Kluber against uh, Odorizzi, I think, tomorrow night, and then uh, Carrasco against um, Barrios, uh, pitching in, his, in okay. his home territory there on on, when, on Wednesday. So, uh, should be a couple of great pitching matchups. A lot of guys have been pitching really well so far. Talking right now, Nick Nelson joining us, TwinsDaily.com. Take a look at the Twins. We'll get to a little bit more of the Minnesota sports scene here in just a moment. Well, the Twins off to this nice start, though, the long break, the four days now. They'll be without a game before they get going again tomorrow against the Cleveland Indians. We talked a little bit about Maurer. Want to get your thoughts, though, on Byron Buxton. Another slow start. We've seen this happen a whole lot. Now, last year he had a great second half to the season. But these slow starts becoming a little bit more commonplace with Buxton. Any concerns with you and the bat that looked like it was coming along? Still not quite where uh, a lot of people hope it is. Uh, no, you know, I think that this, the slow starts might end up being just a trend for him. Some players just, just take a little while to get going early in the season. I mean, we've, we've seen him turn it on over the course of the year and figure things out enough over the past couple of years now that, uh, that I don't think it's too concerning anymore. And, you know, obviously it's nice to see that he's uh, contributing so much value on defense and basically turning every single to a double when he gets on base uh, by, by stealing at will. So, um, you know, he's providing enough value on the bases and in the field that, that you know, if he's hitting down at the bottom of the lineup, number eight, he's not really hurting you too much. So uh, at this point, I don't really see too much to be concerned about. Okay, before we run out of time with you, quickly to the NBA and the NHL, as uh, sports fans in Minneapolis and St. Paul got to be loving life. The Wild won last night, so they're back in it uh, against the Winnipeg Jets. And first game for the T-Wolves against Houston, they were in it all the way, and then they just couldn't make that, Jimmy Butler couldn't make that uh, that shot at the end. Uh, just your thoughts on first the NHL and then second the NBA. Well, yeah, obviously very nice to see the Wild uh, come home and, and put up a big game uh, yesterday. They needed that. They needed to get back in the series. And, uh, you know, they, 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 made, they, they, said they made a statement there and showed that they're, they're not to be counted out in the series. That was a very convincing victory. So uh, we'll have to see how things go here in Game 4 and see if they can even it up. Um, you know, I, <laughs> the idea of uh, the Wolves being able to, to even it up against the Rockets is not, not as, uh, as confidence-inspiring. Um, you know, I thought that game was, was probably – 
the best chance you're going to have to steal one in this series. I would doubt that the Rockets have had a worse shooting game uh, all season. And, you know, they, they just gave gave the T-Wolves chance after chance. I mean, Chris Paul throwing the ball out of bounds at the end of the game, went up three. Uh, you know, given the chance, giving the Wolves a chance to come down and put up a shot and just seeing Jimmy Butler do some weird spin-around, fadeaway, two-point blind shot that was an air ball was just sort of emblematic of, of how the Wolves looked at the end of the games this year when they've needed a big shot. So, you know, that continues to be a problem for them. Um, and, you know, assuming that the Rockets come out and play more like their regular selves in the next few games, I think it's going to be a lot harder for the, the Wolves to keep pace. Yeah, I just don't anticipate we're going to see another 10-37 to 37 performance from three out of the Rockets in game number two and going forward. And, and Nick, I, I walked away last night incredibly frustrated as a T-Wolves fan. Those are the games that when they come around, you got to grab them. And, and I know a lot of conversations been had about you know, only nine shots out of Carl Anthony Towns and those kind of things. Regardless, though, those are games. If you're going to pull an upset in a series like this, you have to win games like that. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and that was why it was, uh, it was a really frustrating game to watch. But uh, at least they were able to keep it close, so we'll see if they can try to do it again here in Game 2. All right, last thing for you, Nick. Let's jump over to a little bit of football. The Vikings, they went all in. They spent for the quarterback and Kirk Cousins. So you got your Kirk Cousins uh, jersey ready to roll for this fall? <laughs> I don't don't have it yet, but I might have to pick one up. I think he's going to be a great set on this offense. And, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see what he can do uh, with all those weapons he has. I'm, I'm getting Getting real hyped, even though we're still quite a ways away from that getting underway. It's all coming up, Minnesota. Now, Nick, you're uh, you're in your 30s. You're a little bit younger than me. Do you remember the 91 World Series, the last Minnesota championship? I remember it very vaguely. I was very young. I was about six years old, so okay. I don't I don't really have any specific memories, but a uh, little tiny hint of, of watching it on TV. Well, going on 27 years, I'm sure everybody north of the border wants to see that change very quickly this year. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, Nick. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, guys. Take it easy. Nick Nelson, Twins Daily, joining us here. Jimmy B, 27 yeah. years. That is the yeah. longest drought for any professional sports city that has the four majors in there. And they really haven't been close. No Super Bowl appearances from mm-hmm. the Vikings. For the Twins, no World Series appearances. Only one ALCS appearance. The Wild have been, I think, at one conference finals. That's it. And the T-Wolves. Yep have had one conference finals, and they promptly lost to the Lakers. It's not just that you know they haven't won a title in 27 years. They haven't been close, Jim. No, no. I mean, this, this, they got a great chance here. Uh, I think the Wild can hang in for a little bit. Uh, I think Nick is correct about the T-Wolves, and you and I both predicted yeah. Houston would eliminate them in the NBA first round. But, I look, the Vikings have a good chance. The Twins have a good chance. So... To me, you've got three teams here that I don't know if they'll deliver a championship, but at least make it very interesting for maybe a couple of playoff rounds. We uh, talked about it last week. What's the one that you put yeah. your money on? And and uh, still, I think it's the Vikings. That's where at least they'd be the favorite right now. You like those T-Wolves, though. Not this year, obviously, but, but going no, forward. No. To be yes. the one, uh, going to be a lot of fun, certainly, to our neighbors to the north up in Minnesota. We're taking a break, coming back on the other side. we still got lots more to come here on the program. Coming up next, we talk some Twins baseball. We'll take a look at the baseball scene as a whole. Major League Baseball talk with Seth Gruen. Then in the 5 o'clock hour, Wolfgang's going to stop by. He says he wants to talk some NBA with us. We'll get into that as well. As we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG.
To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. For today, partly cloudy skies, breezy and chilly with a high of 40 degrees, mostly clear later on tonight with a low near 25. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Taylor Knust. Sponsored by Discover Card. Discover Card alerts you if they find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Hi, I'm Darla from Centos. Oh, thank goodness you're here. We have so much to do. I need fire extinguishers, right? We'll place them for you and be out for regular inspection. Great. And what about my new hires? We'll get them into uniforms and keep them looking sharp. What about this first aid cabinet? Fully stocked. It wasn't this morning. It is now, and so are the restrooms. Wow, Cintas really seems to know what we need. You said it. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how Cintas can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Cintas.com. This ad is 30 seconds long, but if you work for yourself, don't think of it as 30 seconds. Think of it as a little over 26 cents. Because if you're driving for work on a freeway at the speed limit, you'll travel around half a mile. That's worth over 26 cents in deductions come tax time. And that makes every half mile worth tracking. You won't miss a mile with automatic mileage tracking. Visit QuickBooks.com. Smarter business tools for the world's hardest workers. QuickBooks. Backing you. Over 26 cents deduction based on IRS 2017 standard mileage rates for business. Carrie Ann's Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. Welcome back in. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, we got a little bit of uh, breaking news that we can uh, pass along in college basketball. Trent, look, I, you and I discussed it during the break. Brady Ellingson, uh, former Hawkeyes, now going to be a Drake Bulldog, and he can play immediately. Good move for him, right? Yeah, it seems like a spot that makes a whole lot of sense for Brady Ellingson, a guy that certainly showed an ability to shoot the ball very well during his junior season, shot 50% from the three-point line. Minutes deteriorated a season ago, wasn't completely healthy, just never really could get find a, a good spot in that rotation. But I think a great spot for him, could fill it up, run off some screens, play for Matt Gatons and DeVries in that group that they're uh, developing over at Drake. I, I think a really good move, and we know there's plenty of playing time because they lost so many seniors off this Drake team from uh, year number one and the only year of Nico Medved. Good spot, it feels like, Jim. I agree with you 100%, and uh, I hope the kid does well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see We'll see how quickly, uh, with Matt Gatons there now, uh, you might see some uh, some other Iowa kids now take a, uh, or at least uh, mid or Midwestern kids that Gatons could be involved with, uh, maybe now take a much better look uh, at Drake. So we'll see how that all plays out. Well, right now uh, we can talk a little Big Ten sports, uh, former Big Tenner and Brady Ellingson moving on. Seth Groon joining us right now. You see his work at Bleacher Report. Also, he hosts the Big Ten Unfiltered Podcast, and he joins us here today. Seth, what's happening? What's going on, guys? Happy Monday to you. Yeah, it was. uh, (laughs) Well, if you were a baseball fan to try to get through the weekend, it was a long one for us here in the upper Midwest and and across the, the, well, north of the Mason-Dixon line. And the one place I want to start with you, really disappointed yesterday for all of the six rainouts that happened, snowouts, whatever it may have been. But for the people down in Kansas City, they were going to see Shohei Otani make a start, their only opportunity to see him this season. They'll come back through, and well, we'll see if Otani will be scheduled to pitch in that one down the line. But got to be disappointed for those Kansas City fans, and I'm sure the Royals, because you got to expect a big walk-up crowd if Otani's going to be on the bump. Yeah, it's just kind of the nature of the sport. I know that attendance is down across the sport, and for a team like Kansas City, uh, they're going to feel it. Uh, as bad as anyone just seeing one of those low market teams 
Um, but nonetheless, kind of the nature of the beast, we've seen, at least as far as my lifetime, unprecedentedly bad weather uh, at this point in the year. I think it's unfortunate to see all these cancellations, but it's just the kind of sport where every player doesn't play every day, and, and maybe you're going to the stadium to check out a guy like Bryce Harper who only comes through one time a year, and uh, he's sick. So it's just kind of the nature of the sport. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate for those fans for sure. Yeah, it really is from from that standpoint. Look, we were just uh, discussing during the commercial break uh, also about what's going on in Toronto where the CN Tower, ice fell off of that tower. I've been in that tower. That's a long drop, uh, and it hit the roof at Skydome in Toronto. I still call it Skydome, the original name of it. And now they've got uh, problems there, and so now they think that they won't be able to get their games in uh, until they can get that thing fixed. It's just incredible uh, what has taken place weather-wise. Do you remember anything this bad in just recent history, like in the last 10 or 15 years? I, I, I can't, Jimmy. I really can't. And, and the other day I was on uh, TV with Mark Gonzalez, the, uh, the Cubs beat writer for the Chicago Tribune. He said the same, and, and he's been covering baseball as long as anyone I know. Um, this is really, again, unprecedented and obviously what it's going to do is it's going to make that schedule all more difficult in the dog days of July when teams are playing a ton of doubleheaders. So it's going to be real interesting to see how some of these managers looking ahead into July and August try to manage their starting staff and, and manage their bullpens. Of course, with a doubleheader, you get the extra guy. But nonetheless, uh, this is going to challenge a, a lot of teams, uh, and especially a lot of teams that are thin uh, in the bullpen. And that's going to play up, and we're going to get double headers, and you get the expanded mm-hmm. roster, but it's later, and the arms are going to be tired. Yeah, this could lead to quite the mess, certainly, going forward and, uh, in baseball and those days off that they built in. Well, there's a reason we started back on March 29th uh, to get more days off in there. Well, a lot of those days off now are going to be gone because of all the cancellations and the moving around. Seth Gruen joining us as we're talking some Major League Baseball. Seth, uh, what to get your thoughts. Uh, tonight, going to be watching a little Mets Nationals. I got that. Uh, circled for myself tonight. Jeremy Hellickson will be on the mound, former Des Moines Hoover product, so that's a reason for it. But (laughs) the Nationals got a slow start. Out west, the Dodgers have a slow start. I mean, everybody, it wasn't penciled in. Everybody had those two names in pen to win the division. Who concerns you more right now, the Nationals or the Dodgers and the slow starts that they're off? It's hard for me to really push the panic button on any of them. Uh, Obviously, I watch the Cubs to throw them into that conversation mm-hmm. um, because if I had to pick one of the three, it'd be the Cubs, and that's partially uh, because of, of the, the low level of offense they've gotten and also the U Darvish uh, component. You know, he, he's a guy who certainly we know he's a strikeout pitcher, so he's going to run his pitch down high, but I can't get deep in the game, and that's really going to hurt the bullpen down the stretch. You compound it with the fact that they've had some games canceled while everybody's had some games canceled. And again, back to that idea that in July they're going to be playing more double-headers than they would have liked. And you wonder if that bullpen is just going to run out of gas. I mean, the name of the game this time of year is saving the bullpen for that home stretch, for that pennant race in September, and then obviously in October. And the Cubs are really the team that concerns me the most. Um, I think the Nationals have depth and will bounce back, and the Dodgers, obviously, you could argue that they're the most talented team in baseball. So, Neither of those teams I'm really worried about. No, it didn't really answer your question, but uh, I think those teams categorically 
uh, are, are very, very similar right now. Both teams we thought would win those respective divisions easily. And, and all three teams now uh, really, uh, you know, battling and scraping to uh, get back to the top of the division. I'm real curious about, we talked a little bit about teams that uh, got out of the gate slow. What about teams that surprised you, like Arizona Diamondbacks, out of the gate fast, uh, the Twins, out of the gate fast? Who else do you do you uh, see out of that gate and playing really good baseball following spring training? You know, those two, those two teams that uh, we thought at minimum would be competitive, if not uh, end up in... Uh, playing October baseball, but but to me, I think that, you know, you put the Mets in that category. I think you put the Pittsburgh okay. Pirates in that category. They were an afterthought in that division, but, you know, obviously, uh, as Trent said, we have the Cubs, Pennsylvania in the Central. You talk about Milwaukee, maybe baseball is that up-and-comer right now, and then St. Louis is a team you just really always talk about being in the mix there, but Pittsburgh um, was kind of a forgotten child in the NL Central, and, and boy, they Talking right now, Seth Gruen taking a look around Major League Baseball. Seth, uh, some of the surprising starts to go from the disappointments early on. Is there any team that you look at here? Of course, the Pirates leading the National League Central. You got Toronto off to a nice surprising start at 9-5. and five. Some people believe maybe they could contend for a wild card. The Angels out west 13-3. and three. Of, of these hot starters, is there anyone that you believe is going to be in this thing for the long term? I think the Angels look awfully good. I mean, you talk about what the Astros were able to do last year, and, and, and they, sort of look, they sort of look similar in that they're winning easy and they're losing hard. They've only lost, what, three or four games so far. Um, so to me, that's a team uh, that can really hold serve, and, and Houston's probably going to win that division. But when all said and done, you got to like the Angels to at least be competitive for a wild card with you know, either Boston or the Yankees and then, and then maybe that Minnesota team. But, um, you know, when you look at, at sort of the top four or five teams in the American League right now, the, the Angels look like they belong. They, they, they look at they pass the eye test. So, for me, that's the one team I think that's going to remain up top and, and one we're going to be talking about throughout the summer. Interesting, uh, whereas we have a great conversation here with uh, Seth Gruen, Bleacher Report, and also Big Ten Unfiltered. We'll do some Big Ten with him in just a moment, finishing up here on some baseball. I'm real curious uh, about what is going on in Miami. And they, they had a fire sale when Derek Jeter got that team. They are losing fans by, uh, by the thousands and and their team is terrible. Is that any way to run a railroad when you first take it over? Or are they trying to do maybe what the Houston Astros did there for those years where they were just the dregs of the dregs, and then all of a sudden uh, they became a very quality team and then a World Series champion? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think they're following the trend, right? You know, I've considered the greatest baseball executive of all time at this point. One would argue that, and I think if the guy wore bell bottoms, you'd see, you'd see them in clubhouses around baseball. Um, so people are just trying to follow that model um, and, and better that model. I think when you look at the way the Cubs rebuilt, they obviously rebuilt two position players, but now people are seeing that they're playing catch-up as far as starting pitching and, and bullpen arms are concerned. So you know, teams like, a team like the Sox, for example, actually, is doing it the opposite way by just 
loading their system with arms and trying to get as much of, uh, of the top talent position player-wise as they can. Um, I, I think you'd have a hard time, uh, if you're not a Miami Marlins fan, arguing against what this club is doing. Um, I thought they broke up what was a great outfield, but when you consider the Stanton contract, that was going to be an albatross for them, and it was going to be difficult for them to rebuild and spend in the foreign market and, and do some of the things that you need to do to infuse your club with great young talent. So it's hard to argue against it. The best that, again, you know, Derek Jeter coming into that organization doesn't have the same kind of credibility as an executive, obviously, that Theo Epstein does or Rick Hahn or even David Stearns, who did it in Milwaukee. Um, those are guys who have proven executives who climbed up the ranks. Obviously, Theo Epstein was a pioneer. So I think that's where you're seeing Miami get some criticism. But at the end of the day, um, it's in three or four years, they're top the NL East. No one's Seth, out of time for today. We'll do Big Ten and uh, talk some spring football with you next time, all right? Sounds good, Trent. That's Seth Gruen. You can find him online on Twitter, at Seth Gruen. He's doing great work. And uh, Jimmy B, we didn't even get to the best baseball story of the weekend. My boy, Big Fat Bartolo Colon, taking that perfect game into the eighth last night. Big Sexy was on fire as soon as I saw uh, that was going on on Twitter, Trent. I went there, and uh, it was fun to watch. And Look, he took it into the eighth, finally gave up the, the double, and look, it was one of those things where I'm just glad then that Texas came back to win. Talk Sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KVGG. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. When you're on the water, you want a boat that offers stability, handling, and performance. And that's just what you'll get in a Manitou pontoon boat from Malone Motorsports in Monroe. Manitou's patented V-Tune technology will have you carving the water, giving thrill rides to the skiers and tubers in your crew. 
It's this type of performance that has helped Manitou pontoon boats dominate the competition at the McCainer Barrel Races four straight years. If a Manitou pontoon boat can do that in competition, just think of all the fun you can have on the water with your family and friends. Be ready when that first nice weekend hits. Head to Malone Motorsports now and let their pros help find the perfect Manitou pontoon boat for you. They can explain all about Manitou's V-Tune technology, their quality guarantee, and why they're the only pontoon manufacturer to earn the honor of being a USA water ski endorsed water sports boat. Malone Motorsports in Monroe at the junction of highways 14 and 163. They're worth the drive and open seven days a week to keep you on the water. Online, MaloneMotorsports.net. At Progressive, we think your floral boutique is the bee's knees. In fact, it's all the bee's knees in every hive of bees and all the trees from here to Belize. Please. Everyone agrees. You deserve the expertise of Progressive Business Insurance. With over 40 years of experience helping busy bees and their knees glide with ease like a gentle breeze. So whether you're a worker bee, a queen, or none of these, buzz over to ProgressiveCommercial.com if you please. Faster than a bee's knees as he pollinates the leaves of three trees. Progressive Casualty Insurance and Affiliates. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Join Coach Ben Jameson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1350.